Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time! We're your hosts, Jared and Patrick. That's me. That's our sound guy, Joe. Take two. That's our co-host, Tatum. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, unbeknownst to the audience, <laughs> this is our second time recording. April's Delta episode number 29. We know that because this is our second time doing it. I thought it, it was 28. Eight. Oh my god. I, it, it happens <laughs> it every again? time. Again? <laughs> every time. Oh my god, yeah. Episode 28 in the Delta series uh, is a series where we get to just talk about what's been going on uh, this month or the current month. And we just talk about whatever we want. So uh, Patrick is not with us in studio. He is sick So because he just got back from his trip from Japan. And uh, yeah, Patrick, you're sick. We already kind of went through that, but let's just get some quick notes on why you're sick. Yeah, I went on a trip with somebody who was sick, but at at the same time, I could have caught something in Japan. I'm not ruling that out, but I really do think it was the... My friend who I was traveling with, who is probably listening to this right now, too. (laughs) It's all your fault, man. Thanks a lot. Get the God. Oh, didn't even use, like, a fake name. (laughs) (laughs) So, tell us about uh, some highlights from Japan. Uh, Oh, my gosh. It's it's hard to, like, start with one thing. In reality, the whole country is amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are saying in our first take, it it was super fun, super worth it, but I don't know if I'd do it again. Uh, Japan is a very hard place to travel to. It's like 14 hours of flights. For me, it was 16 because of the connection. Uh, And uh, pain. To travel that much is uh, terrible. It's absolutely awful. Uh, It's the main reason I got discouraged from the trip. Also, going to some rural places in Japan, trying to go to Fuji. Mm -hmm. Uh, It took me five and a half hours to get to Fuji. Uh, and then I only had an hour before sunset. Uh, and then t- to get transport around the rural areas itself, nearly impossible. But bro, that hotel you were at that was nearby Fuji? God, that was beautiful. Oh it's a gosh. beautiful place. Yeah. yeah, it was half an hour up a mountain, though. So to get any food that wasn't... Uh, so you see that beautiful place and you imagine mm-hmm. their food is probably a bit pricey, too. It's like $70 a meal. Uh, oh my so, gosh. so I had to go half an hour down the mountain and back uh, just to go to a restaurant, uh, which was <laughs> painful. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend rural Japan if it's your first time going to Japan. Mm. Otherwise, amazing place. Public transportation is amazing. Be able to ride the metro literally anywhere in the same place that you're in. Uh, I was in Osaka and we were bored of Osaka stuff, so we went to Kyoto <laughs> because it's like 20 minutes away. Uh, and then, like, in Tokyo, the place is so massive, it takes, like, an hour to get from one side to the other on the metro. Wait, I thought you said Kyoto. Uh, Kyoto is where we went when we were in Osaka, because we got bored of Osaka. Oh, gotcha. Did you you visit? Tokyo-wise, because Tokyo is so massive that it takes, like, an hour to get from one side to the other. At the same time, though, there's so much stuff to do that we're literally just bouncing between, like, Shibuya to Harajuku to... Uh, the Sky Needle to like we're just like bouncing around the city, right? Did, the public transportation is just so. When nice. you were when you were in Kyoto, did you see uh, Nintendo HQ? We saw it while we were on the train going over. Uh, okay. We saw the building with the little Nintendo thing. It's a very boring building. Yeah, yeah uh, it is. <laughs> were you expecting it to be shaped like Mario's head? 
I was expecting a little more color, a little more life. Not a Mario head. I think that would be a little too... <laughs> it's just it, the cap. It would stand out in Kyoto, for sure. Kyoto's very traditional Japanese city. And then to have just this massive Mario head in the midst of all these, <laughs> like, old-style, old traditional-style homes. Oh, man. Kyoto was beautiful. Definitely a highlight of the trip. We went to this one garden that I made sure didn't have people. Um, nice. And we got to watch, like, a little show they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it, Kyoto's the place to get that like Japanese uh, history culture sort of thing um, mm-hmm. I'm not an expert on this so I can't speak too much to it but it, it was a beautiful town to just see all that um, and you went to Super Nintendo World right? Super Nintendo World yep which is just Super Mario World with Pikmin references mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's it's a tough park. It's really fun. All the stuff there is really cool. The the ride that they have is pretty boring, or like just confusing. Uh, the Mario Kart ride, but the technology they implement is really cool because you get like goggles that allow you to see the the Mario Kart characters driving around, but you can't see them if you're not wearing the goggles. So you have to kind of face at who you want to see. It's it's cool tech didn't really work for the game but it was a beautiful like uh ride nonetheless if you Mm -hmm. wanted to not play the game of the ride and just watch the ride you'd still have a good time because it's it's a beautiful like set that they made is that the only ride they had there it's the it's that ride and then there's the yoshi ride where you just sit in a slow moving cart and go around super mario world or super nintendo world excuse me Oh, like the Dr. Seuss ride in... Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you literally just ride around the park uh, very slowly. Slower than nice. the Dr. Seuss ride. But that must be nice, though. Was there, you know, Nintendo music being played? Mario music? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I was I yeah. was jamming the whole time. Yeah, I, I My bet. friend got, like, three videos of me just, like, jamming here or there. Yeah. Cool. I mean, so overall, it was a good time. Yeah, I think the best part is definitely the the wristband thing. It's really fun to just punch blocks. Uh, Did you keep of, it? What, what's up? Did you keep it? Yeah, yeah, I still have it. Cool. Still um, have it on. Yeah, I'm wearing it right now, actually. <laughs> He's it, strapped. It can technically, or it can also be used as like an amiibo thing, so try it with your Switch. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I don't know what exactly you have to like do. I don't know if there's like a specific game or something. I forget, but it can be used as an amiibo. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what during the park it's used for a lot of different like mini games. Of course, there's like the punching blocks which they advertise. But you also have a few different mini games where you have to like touch the screen, and it only really the touching the screen part works with both hands, but you can only activate it if you use the the wristband. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really fun little just interactable exhibits around the park. Uh, little spot where you shoot uh, fireballs at people. There's a spot where there's uh, music blocks, and if you hit the music blocks in the right order, it'll start playing one of the Mario songs around the oh, park. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, there's binoculars where if you look through the binoculars, they use the augmented reality AR stuff to where you see a bunch of like Mario creatures roaming around the park while you're using binoculars, but you take them off, they're not there, obviously. Um, with some secrets in the binoculars, like if you look into space and one of the binoculars, you'll spot Rosalina. Um, okay, buddy. You said binoculars. 
uh, binoculars <laughs> and then back to binoculars. He said binoculars three times and said binoculars and then I went binoculars. And now we're saying it so often, I'm not sure which is correct. I know it's binoculars, but <laughs> binoculars is more <laughs> grammatically accurate, I guess, because there's two. I they're making fun of you. I think Why they're both right, and, and I think that the fact that I'm able to use both shows how much better I am than the both of you. <laughs> well, you, also say, you also say both. B-O-L-T-H. Listen, so. I'm sick, alright? Are you discriminating against me because of my illness? You guys yes. did when me and Tatum had COVID. Ah! <laughs> but also, when I was sick, I didn't say binoculars. <laughs> Who doesn't say binoculars? Binoculars. I, binoculars. I say binoculars. Do you say bicycle? Bicycle? Oh my god, I knew he was gonna... Do you say bipolar? <laughs> exactly. Jif or gif? Jif. He seems like a gif kind of guy. It's it's definitely jif. <gasps> Wait. Shocking. No, GIF. I say gif. Gif. Oh. Uh, Graphical is the first GIF. letter, so gif. Yeah. But oh. My respect by for I. you just dropped. Yeah. <laughs> That's a okay. peanut butter. It's like, but it's like that meme where it's like, what if God came down and was like, it's pronounced Jod. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Anywho. Yeah, continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we're good. We're good. Uh, like, Super Nintendo World was fun, but there was definitely more highlights. Mm. It, like, in Osaka itself, we went to, like, a six-story uh, arcade and sports bar kind of oh thing, which God. was definitely a lot more fun. Uh, yeah. We spent most of the time in karaoke, which probably should have spent a little more time in the other areas. I but would love to see you <laughs> in a karaoke booth. Oh, oh yeah. my god, I'd no, pay for that. It, honestly, we, we should make it happen. Private karaoke booths <laughs> are surprisingly more fun than I thought they would be. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like just uh, when nobody's looking, grabbing one of the mics and pointing at the speakers to get the uh, feedback. Uh, destroying everyone's ears. Um, that one's always a classic. I've done um, karaoke once, like a few years ago. A lot, not just a few. Yeah, it's a long time ago in Michigan, like some weird, like hole in the wall bar. And the song I sang was. Wait, let me guess. Ain't too proud to beg. No. My girl. No. Mm. It wasn't a temptation song. <gasps> wasn't a temp song? No. Hmm. Was it, it a relief for Franklin? No. Right. No, but you're close. A weefwa. A weefwa. Because I love her so much. Was it respect? No. <laughs> I think that would be so good if it was. It was uh, automatic by the Pointer Sisters. It was. It was a fun time. Karaoke's fun. Oh yeah, definitely. In uh, in the, the Japanese ones, they have like uh, like a little snack and drinks menu for you while you're uh, in the booth, so you can have stuff brought to you. Uh, oh, fun. While you're in there, you have to buy a drink before you go into karaoke room, which is a little, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> uh, funny to me. Sure. But yeah, so Osaka, that was Osaka. Tokyo was a lot of shopping, a lot of shopping. Going to Shibuya, mm -hmm. or the, that like famous Shibuya crossing where like mm -hmm. the, all, the all crossing goes on. There's like a hundred people from every single direction crossing the street. Yeah, the uh, place from The World Ends With You? Yeah, and from uh, Persona 5 and oh, all those and Persona. games. Yeah. Um, so when you showed up, you're like, "This gives me Persona vibes." <laughs> you know how I you know, <laughs> literally made the joke. Yes, you I know was the like, people. Yeah, well, this is a spot from Persona. <laughs> you know the people who play uh, GTA 
uh, and they go to like Los Angeles, and they're like, "Hey, I know this place. I robbed this bank." Yeah, that's the I same feeling. I punched a stripper here. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to get around because I play the video game. Please, I played Vice City. I think I know Miami better than you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the game did help me navigate the Shibuya uh, I love subway station, the metro station, a little bit. I still got lost because it's, I think, bigger than when Persona 5 was a thing. Right. Uh, or at least Persona 5 didn't include the entire ginormousness that is the Shibuya station. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it was a. Uh, it was uncanny to see, and then the shopping there was amazing. Tons of different kinds of stores. Uh, a Starbucks in every building. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was a, It was definitely, like... It, it's hard to sum up a shopping experience for fun, but, like... Oh, the Pokemon uh, Center there was insane. We we went back, like, three different times because they oh, had I'm so glad you did. Where you could uh, make your own t-shirt. Hmm. Um, oh. Using like the graphics that they had, you would like uh, do whatever. We went back three different times because the T-shirts were sold out every mm. single time that we went there. Um, they even uh, I gave up because I, I didn't care as much for the Pokemon shirt. Uh, but the two others I was on the trip with, they went back like early in the morning to Shibuya to see if they still had some, and mm-hmm. there was only in like uh, like kid sizes left. Oh, that's wow. fun. Come on, man. You can, you can stretch. <laughs> you can stretch. It, it's just a crop top. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. It, it, that was the main, like, summary for the trip uh, to Tokyo. One of the main reasons why I wasn't, like, entirely happy with it is, like, I was expecting there to not be that many people there for tourism. Mm. And I was very wrong. Like, yeah. very wrong. The place was packed in every single... Like, it was hard not to see foreigners. Um just like walking around uh doing the same old like wow look at that look at that that we were doing did you go to that um omuraisu place um bro, the famous I, one i i didn't go to any famous omuraisu place uh, i will say that like a lot of places serve omuraisu like right. a lot every single cafe we went to served omuraisu right right it's one right. of the few things americans know <laughs> i would like a big mac <laughs> oh yeah oh, I was we went getting... to Japanese McDonald's dude yeah oh my gosh the teri- they have a teriyaki chicken McChicken Ooh. oh my uh, they have this uh, they have what's called a shaka shaka chicken um, where you know you... what you should have done uh, you yeah. should you should have brought like some recording equipment and just recorded like razzle dazzle food review Japanese Ooh. McDonald's uh, that would have been smart that would have been yeah. smart <laughs> Next time. But uh, would you say like you haven't had enough time in Japan yet? Uh, it there. I guess like it's. I definitely had enough time, but it's difficult because like everything's so packed that you end up spending an entire day doing like three things. Because the time right. it takes to get there, the time it takes to wait out whatever wait there is for the place or find where the place you're trying to go to. Um, it's if you go for like normal japan like the thing that tourists are in like crowding around you'll you'll get your turn um very easily but like everything there that like tourists want to see is packed at least in april mm-hmm. um at the same time cherry blossom season did not did not disappoint those trees oh, are beautiful and just walking through them as like the blossoms are falling and like uh, catching one it, so much blossoms in people's hair anybody with curly hair you have pollen and blossoms all over. It's unavoidable. Um, 
I don't know. I'm rambling about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's a big trip. It's a lot to like. You were looking forward to it for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very um, happy for you. Funny. To spend part your of the birthday trip. there too. Oh yeah, that's that's my birthday was like the best and worst day of it. Um, <laughs> so start start off my birthday. I was in Fuji, and if you remember how terrible that was to leave Fuji, I had to uh, sprint down the mountain to make my bus, which I made by only a few seconds. Uh, if I missed it, I would have had to wait an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so sprint down a mountain uh, to get on a bus. Three-hour bus ride to Tokyo. Um, and then when we got to Tokyo, uh, the next thing we were going to do is like some k- Mario karting in the streets of Tokyo. Uh, oh, fun. That I wish uh, because my the people I was on the trip with were pretty insistent on doing something before we went to karting. I, I was a little against it, but whatever. They were sitting in the room all day waiting for me, so it's fine. Uh, because we went to do other stuff, aka shopping, uh, we were late to carting, uh, as well as a terrible taxi driver. Uh, and they did not do late late trips or refunds. So $140 down the drain uh, on my birthday. That sucks. You know what? I, I was That's- livid at first. Yeah, you should be mad at your friends for for making you wait. It's on your birthday, man. You should do whatever the hell you want, regardless. The thing is, it was also one of their birthdays. Oh uh, my me, god! Me and Marcus share the same birthday. Ah! Dang. So, <laughs> you should have just left. You should have just went your separate ways and left and left the third one to choose. Hey, bro, I ain't paying for those taxis by myself, man. They're expensive. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That it took. It was like an eighty dollar taxi ride. Oh my god. My god. Yeah, it definitely use the metro while you're there, or the, mm. the uh, rail system, because mm-hmm. taxis are expensive. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I missed learned. that. Learned my lesson, so uh, in order to f- uh, treat myself for the rest of the day, we went to a meat place, bought a bunch of meat. Uh, it's one of those like where you make them, you, they give you the raw meat and you make it in front of yourself. Right, it's all that on your story, yeah. Delicious. Afterwards, we went to uh, Shinjuku, which is like one of the big nightlife places, because uh, there was a club there I wanted to see, and it was a pretty fun place. Uh, music was amazing, uh, although Japanese people don't dance, at least not <laughs> at that place. It was like a third of the club was like dancing, and the other two thirds were behind them just watching. It's it's not the the most fun environment. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, a, li- a little uncomfy, not gonna lie. I-, right. I-, I left pretty early because the the vibe was just not there, and also the rail line stopped at midnight, and I didn't want to walk home. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, great, great birthday in Shinjuku. You'll have a lot of people who come up to you asking for uh, massage, sex, and titty clubs. Nice. Um, it was quite funny how many times people would approach me. I had one lady approach me. She's like, massage, massage. And I'm like, nah, I don't really want a massage. She's like, sexo. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, time to go. You want some mushu? Got some mushu for you. <laughs> On your I, birthday. I mean, you know. And indulge. for th- that to be happening in the same place where you're like seeing rats walk around the street with like <laughs> garbage in their mouths. Damn straight. It, it's a little... It was, it was an amazing place to see. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you had an overall good time. 
Oh, for sure. I knew that the Japan conversation would be a lot in my court, so I wanted to make a game that tosses it back to you. It's April. I went to Japan, so the theme for this month is Japan. Got qu- open-ended questions re- relating to it. Uh, starting out... Listen, with- American. <laughs> <laughs> starting out with, what's your favorite piece of media to come out of Japan? Uh, Nintendo. Just... What? That's like a everything. Anime, Nintendo, what? Video games, period. Yup. Right? Uh, I, I, w- I was there with you, but I wanted to differentiate my answer, so I said hi Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, so to be more specific, so the specificest thing I can get to is Zelda. Mm, I like it. I'm trying to find the exact book. It's a really depressing and, like, uh, ter- like terrible book. You're April. No, it's, uh, it's, hold on, I'm trying to find a name. I have no clue, I don't consume a lot of media in general, so I would have no, I don't watch anime, I don't really play video games, I seem so boring, <laughs> I'm not, I just... You haven't read any manga? No! no. I feel like, I mean, with the Nintendo 3DS. Yes, Count- that counts. Nintendo 3DS, boom. <laughs> games, Nintendo 3DS games. <laughs> No Longer Human by Omasu Daiza. It is a book that has been banned many places in America because, quote, sexually graphic and violent, but it is a beautiful story uh, about what it's like to be human um, and human experiences and the bad things that happen with it. It's a book that will make you cry if you're into that. So shout out to that. Cool. Love it. All right, next thing. What is the most absurd thing you've seen made in Japan? Uh, I'll start this one. Uh, while we were there uh, going through a bunch of different stores and stuff, we eventually went to what's called a Don Quixote, which is a chain of restaurants, or restaurants, a chain of stores similar to like a Walmart that just has a bunch of different things. Uh, and in the liquor section, they had uh, like this sperm shaped sake bottle nice. uh, of white liquid. Oh. From the source. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's that's it. I would say the sperm sake liquor that we found in, in Don so Quixote. You, uh, my friend Tyra is from Japan, so I'm going to go with my buddy Tyra. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that one game show where it's like there's different objects in the room and some of them are edible and some of them are not? And the contestants yes. have to find out what objects are edible? Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's definitely strange. I think that's hilarious and I think it's very entertaining, but... Unique. Would yeah. you do it? I would 100% do it. I already like bite things and like people. <laughs> so I feel like just it would raise the stakes, you know? Wait, sorry. Did you say people? <laughs> so Jared. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's, that's tough. There's so, so many things. Oh, um, the giant attack on Titan statue thing that you get to take pictures uh, on that's in Japan. You know what I'm talking about? I do not. I no. saw a picture of like giant Gundams, but I didn't see. Oh, I'm sure that's cool. Yeah, no, it's it's like this giant uh like face head of a Titan from Attack on Titan, like with its mouth open. It's like it has a hand coming up from the ground oh where like gosh. you can enter, you know, and be like, oh my god, I'm getting eaten by the Titan. Um, so and it just looks and you know it looks like one of the Titans and it's like really highly detailed. And it's like gross to me. Oh my god. Yeah, that. That's okay. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that would qualify as absurd. Uh, if you go to Japan for free right now, what would you go to see? 
Oh my god, uh, Nintendo HQ for starters. I'm telling you right now, there's nothing there for you, man. I don't care, I just want to go there, man. Alright? Fair, fair to scout out just the place for when you in, rob it. Yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> I know that um, there's there's like this one story of Shigeru Miyamoto and I think um, IGI and no, it was Satoru Iwata and Miyamoto were like coming out of the the building like one day and they like saw like some fan or whatever just like taking pictures outside the building and they like stopped. And like had a thirty-minute conversation with them, and like to have an opportunity or a chance mm -hmm. just to see somebody like Iji Ayanuma, Shigeru Miyamoto, I would be so happy just to like see them walk by, not even to like shake hands or like you know talk with them, even though that would be great, but just to see them in person, that would be freaking awesome. I'm a sucker for cities and like new and advanced cities. And so I think I would just want to walk down Tokyo, or maybe mm. Shibuya. Not looking for something specific, but just... just wandering? Wan urban wandering. Urban exploring. Gotcha. I'd do that. I felt that. Like, I feel like it would be the same. But I really like, like, nature stuff. Oh like, my if God. there was any, like, cool, like, gardens or, like, anything like that, I would want to walk through those and take a look-see at mm -hmm. some of that stuff. Kyoto would be a place to go. There's yeah. tons of shrines there, like tons of shrines. Very traditional. And they all have their their own sets of gardens that you can go through. Oh, that sounds so pretty. Yeah. We mm -hmm. went to Janangu Shrine, which was the one that I tried to find that was like more out of the way from everybody where there wouldn't be as much traffic. And oh my gosh, the place was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Sadly, we got there when all the cherry blossoms were dead and they had a specific part of the garden dedicated to cherry blossoms. That's supposed to oh, look man. amazing. Mm. But didn't detract from the rest of the park. Very, very beautiful um, for just one shrine. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely felt similar to Joe. I put Shibuya, uh, even though I've been there already, just because uh, that would be the place I consistently go back to. There's just a lot to do there, from shopping to like uh, little bars and restaurants um, to, to some of the a little bit of the nightlife stuff. It's just a just a really cool uh, spread of things to do there. Mm -hmm. you, you get to own one restaurant in Japan, or restaurant or cafe in Japan, from your own noodle shop to a Kirby cafe to fine dining sushi. Where are you choosing? I choose to own the the Pokemon cafe because it, you can justify uh, the <sighs> absurd price gouging because there's a picture of Lucario <laughs> on each cup. That's real. so real. Oh my god, I would, I would totally want a ramen place, like a ramen shop. Yeah, that's no question. I don't know. I would want... I would want, like, some, like, little cafe that probably just serves, like, sweet treats and, like, stuff like that. But the theme is so absurd and random. I would just really like that. Anything cool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, that kind of idea does work. We did see a lot of cafes that just run off of one kind of bit. Um, made cafes being your example one, but also there was one that was uh, a mechanic shop that he just had a cafe hmm. in front of hmm. uh, as like a sort of front to the mechanic. Uh, yeah, I, I chose I chose an esports cafe. Um, I I yeah. absolutely I didn't go to any while we were there because I knew it would be a time sink. Uh, but we did spot a few. Um, and yeah, it's just like a ton of people there looking for other people sometimes or just on their own to just play competitive games. Uh, I would just love to be to own that kind of environment to be able to like host competitions and things like that yeah man yeah 
All right, last qu- question. Uh, would you ever consider a trip to Japan? Yes, 100%. Would consider a trip. <laughs> on my list, it's on my list of places to go on the world. It's like number, I'm gonna be generous, 15. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't jump at the chance, but if it was like, I wouldn't say no. Same. If it arose and it worked, like just happened to be like perfectly in my schedule and financial stability, I'd be like, I'd feel obligated to learn Japanese and learning Asian languages as uh, a marabou would be difficult. But I I can attest to that one. Yeah. If somebody just came out to be like a friend was like, hey, let's go to Japan. I I got it. Like, I'll cover it. I'll be like... True. If they covered everything, I'll go wherever you want me to go, man. Like, I don't care, man. Like, you also got, like, my rent covered? Okay. This is where I tell all of you that I've paid for all your trips to Japan. We're going to Japan. Look under your seats. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Winfrey over here. Oh. Cool. Yeah, that's a good game. Uh, I like that. Tatum, you had a big month. Let's go through it. Um, so the biggest thing that is still currently happening this month is Hamlet. Yay, finally! <laughs> right after six months of preparing oh. this show. Oh my goodness. But I really love it. I've had so much fun with it. I'm so excited. We still have four more performances mm-hmm. left as of recording this. Um, I am so excited. I love it so much. This is my first you know, Shakespearean show, and there's a lot of people, like, in my life coming out of the woodworks to see it. Like, Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of middle school and high school teachers, and people have just, like, seen me around, and they're like, oh my god, is it you? I saw you in, (laughs) insert random performance here. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my god, that's me. So, I don't know, it's really nice. Um, I've gotten a lot of really good feedback from it, especially from... Uh, a lot of people, both younger and older, who are like, oh, since it's a mostly female cast and we're playing it as female, mostly female, there's one guy in it. <laughs> um, and a lot of people have been like, oh my gosh, like I never thought about it this way or how you're doing it is really new and unique. And I'm like, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I am doing an internship over the summer that I just got confirmed. Congrats. This nice. month, yeah. Just lots of, you know, lots of auditions, lots of opportunities. Did a short film. I think that was this month. March. Or, like, redoing it was, like, yeah, yeah. yeah at that cusp. Um, what else? The Hamlet thing has been, like, the talk of the town all around campus. Like, really? it's been heavily promoted. Not only with us, of course, with mm-hmm. our episode, with, yeah. which you debuted it in. Yeah. Um, but, like... Eagle Media, like Eagle News, have been writing yeah. stories. You've been interviewed uh, by them uh, recently, and also, um, what's the director's name? Barry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's 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 been like heavily promoted, and it's like it's a big it's a big deal. That makes know? me so happy. Yeah. I don't know. I just I think it's so cool. <laughs> I don't know. I can't stop saying enough amazing things about it but maybe I'm a little bit biased. (laughs) But I don't know, just many exciting things to look forward to. I had another audition for a local equity theater, which equity means like professional. And I have a paying gig lined up the week after Hamlet for a show there. Uh, Auditions open for a movie. I'm probably going to be a SFX makeup artist on next week. Yeah, exciting. Just like busy, busy, busy. Yeah. That's great. No, congrats. Having watched the show, you guys look like you're having fun. 
You guys look it, like you've worked on your uh, your chemistry. <laughs> it it genuinely I feel like like we all had these kind of like relationships throughout the entire rehearsal process, but it was in the last few weeks where we were like, oh, we have all the lines down. We have the soliloquies, speeches, like everything. The content is down. And we genuinely started just having fun. Like me and my bestie, Alex. She's gay. Um, <laughs> She's also playing Horatio. She plays Horatio, I which is my... I think that would be a better indicator of in, who that was. Well... <laughs> That too, but but like Hamlet and Horatio are besties, and we're besties, and then we, it genuinely is fun. Like even though there's a lot of words being said, a lot of big words being said all the time, it's almost like it's become muscle memory now, and we're genuinely just having fun. We're just guys being dudes on stage. <laughs> you know, those mainly there's only one dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's one guy, and like we're just silly little guys, yeah. and. I don't know. I've heard a lot of people say that, like, oh, you guys, like, look like you're having fun. Like, even though it's, like, a long show and it's Shakespeare, yeah. I'm like, yeah, because we are. It's fun. There was a lot of laughs. And from other people I've talked to that were in the show, there weren't supposed to be a lot of laughs. Because we didn't know, because Barry, the director, like, very, very nice, amazing director, he's, like, stone cold. Mm. Like, when he's watching a show, like, you'll get a... And that's, uh-huh. a, that's about it. So, like, no... Verbal reactions. Like, most of the stuff I did, I had never gotten a laugh for ever. So I was like, oh, it's just not funny, but I'm going to do it anyways because I think it's funny. And then I would do it, and there would be laughs or audience reactions. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'm like, I file that in my brain for later. And I'm like, oh, okay, that is supposed to be funny. And then... I don't know, like, I do a bunch of stuff, like, I shove a lot of women on the ground. Nice. And I am very violent with many people in it, and it was so funny, because I think the very first night, I took, I take a, who was it, Uh, Ophelia, her name's Janie Kate, very, very sweet, but there's a scene where I take her and I kind of, like, toss her, I push her (laughs) on the ground, and someone in the audience was like, (gasps) and I was like, oh. Just you wait. <laughs> like my, it like, gets worse. Just, it gets so much worse. <laughs> but it made me really happy. Like obviously, there's the iconic scene at the end where there's you know everyone gets killed <gasps> except for Horatio. <gasps> Spoilers. Been out for four hundred years. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, but you know like everyone gets killed at the end, and I had to fight so hard for. I love the idea of having blood gags in a show, and I was like, Barry, hear me out. Blood everywhere and he was like no and i was like i was like please i said i will personally clean every prop costume uh every part on the stage everything it gets on if we can please have just like a little just a little bit of blood right and he was like we can try it lo and behold day before opening he's like we need more blood and i was like (laughs) yes yes the blood so, made it very effective. Right? Yeah. Every single time, there's, because you don't expect it, there's someone in the crowd that's like, because <gasps> it looks like we actually got like hurt or stabbed because we're using real swords in it or real um, epes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. I was like, oh no, Charles. <laughs> he just like slit his throat. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, you gay. No, it's a really, yeah, I don't know, it's a really unique take. I think it's really cool. Barry, he's so, he doesn't explain anything to us. I think I was telling Joey this, and I was like, the whole stage has loose cork, which looks like dirt on it. None of us knew that was going to be there. 
There's like a projection screen. None of us knew that was gonna be there. There's all these things. Barry's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, <laughs> by the way, um, but and Barry, yeah. if you're listening to this, do better. No, he's doing great. He's doing great. It's an amazing show, and I love it. I love it very much. He's just such a weird guy, like in a great, endearing way. Like, we'd just be rehearsing, and he's like, by the way, I want you to do this, this, and this. And I was like, that's genius. But, like, in a sinister way. I don't know. It makes... You know if you know. Like, if you saw the show, you know. <laughs> it makes um, for an entertaining show, and both his shows this year, because he did two, which is uncommon. He did uh-huh. Antigone and now Hamlet. Yeah. It both makes for entertaining. I feel uh, like he has a very shows. distinct way of directing. I think he he likes doing things. I don't want to say that makes people uncomfortable, but that makes people think. Faux show. But yeah, for- that's been the main thing, because we just did rehearsals, like, Monday through Friday until... Eight, nine o'clock at night, mm. like every single day. So just got done with that. So from what I could tell, there was a lot of changes or like decisions made between when we recorded our episode to mm. now. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it, if you if you've had a chance to listen back to the episode or just based off what you remember, what's mm. changed with your thoughts then? Oh my to gosh. Now? Like um, thank you for asking that. Uh, I remember listening to bits and pieces or people brought up things to me because they listened to that episode. And I was like, yeah, most of what I said, some of it's accurate. A lot of it's not <laughs> anymore. Because at the time of filming, I didn't know whether I was going to play Hamlet. I think I said in the episode, like, oh, Hamlet's not going to really have a gender thing. But like now it's like Hamlet is 100% female. Female. Like we play Femlet. off of, it is Femlet. We play <laughs> off of the idea that she's a woman. And I think I did a interview for someone at uh, Eagle News mm-hmm. about that and how it completely changes the context and the uh, dichotomy of the relationship between a lot of characters because there's so many females. Because I think I said that with Hamlet being a guy and then being mean to his girlfriend or his mom and like wanting to be revengeful and all this stuff. It's almost like that's kind of not expected of a man, but it's more accepted because it's like, oh, like he's mean to a woman. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) He's mean to a woman in the 14th century. Ha ha. He's like, oh, he pulls a knife on his mom. Yeah, yeah, that that, that clicks, that clicks. That's one does. But seeing a woman doing that to another woman, I think there's a lot of people in the audience who are like, not are uncomfortable witnessing it, but it changes the context of it because you're not used to seeing that, especially with the relationship between Ophelia and Hamlet now being a lesbian relationship. Uh, I was very worried how that was going to be received by the local audience of Fort Myers, Florida. In 2023? It is a university, to be fair. Yeah, that too. I was just like... And theater kids. I know like a lot of our donors and stuff. I know some of them may have pre... Uh, a predisposition or something uh, to certain topics so I was really worried because I've done a show where someone approached me afterwards and was like like you're wrong like an older woman Yeah, I was I think 17 at the time and she came up to me like I was like girl I just say the lines I just work here I literally just work here but yeah I mean a lot of things ended up changing just because Barry got on uh asked to do Antigone so then he devoted some time to that and a lot of what we knew about the set the costumes pretty much my entire understanding of the show I also know the show a lot more now than I did 
in the episode. Like, I listened to me and Joey going back and forth saying what Hamlet was about. And I was like, that's not... Your improv skit. I was like, that's not... Because at the time, I think I had read through it maybe once or <laughs> twice. Because it was so early in the rehearsal process, in my defense. Sounds like um, a Razzle Dazzle episode. <laughs> but, like, yeah, now, right. obviously, I know it a lot better. I'm like, oh, all this stuff happened that I never even, like, touched base on. But, yeah. That's, yeah, a lot of a lot of my understanding changed from doing that episode. And in my head, I was like, oh, I wish I could redo it. Because I sound, like, just, like, bit, rambling on, like, bumbling, like, blah, 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 Hamlet. <laughs> and so I don't know but I'm happy to see like that progression from like this is how I was at the very beginning of the process to like how passionate I am about it now mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was a great show I recommend everyone seeing it Patrick I are you seeing it I, can, I hope I can I have to get better first <laughs> easy get good we're like five Skill issue. just get better it's like the feel better thing people tell you. Like, that doesn't sound like a nice thing. It sounds like you're kind of demanding. Feel better, Patrick. That is not Feel better so you can support me. Support local theater. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I hope you get better so you can see the show. <laughs> that, that's same, the only reason. Way. That's the only reason. That's the only reason for me, too. You think I got anything else going on? <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe. I think I should... Okay, let's go ahead and... I had a good experience this month. That reminded me of a bad experience I had years prior. Oh, my God. Oh! So, um, we talked about this a little before in Delta's past, but fan bases. Okay. And the nature of getting into something, not liking it, and the reaction of the fan base around it. Mm. So, like, Undertale? Well, let's let's hold on there for a second. My roommate read a lot of the My Hero Academia mangas. Uh-huh. And he got a, was it Crunchyroll or whatever the anime one is? Yeah, Funimation, Crunchyroll, either one. And so he got that and he wanted to watch the show. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to watch it with me. And I wasn't a fan. I watched like what? First four episodes? Okay. That's usually my number. If it's yeah. not great by four, I'm not a fan. Same with Stranger Things. However... Ah. <laughs> the reaction from somebody who deeply enjoys my hero to the fact that, you know, this isn't quite for me, was, okay. And uh-huh. then and then we just moved on. However, I had a similar experience, no, a not similar experience, with Steven Universe. You see, I gifted a friend who likes Steven Universe a t-shirt that's, that's just like the star. Uh-huh. And somebody else who I barely knew was like, oh, you watch, <laughs> you watch... Uh, Steven Universe, and I was like, no, I just, I know, I know they do, and I know they would really appreciate it, so, you should really watch Steven Universe. Was this person Ben Shapiro? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. The next few days, because this was still in high school, Mm. constantly, have you watched Steven Universe yet? Have you consumed Steven Universe? What do you, who is your favorite gem? And I did watch some of it, I did, I gave it a, I gave it the old shot. Hmm. But that person forever turned me off from it. Right. That's fair. I, I, there's a lot of talk about separating the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of talk about separating the consumer from the art. Okay. Have Y'all you ever, ever been ruined 
uh, to consume something by its fan yes. base. Do yes. you all remember the Rick and Morty stuff with the Szechuan sauce and all of that? Yes. Oh my I gosh. worked at a comic store during that, man. <laughs> oh my god. You were in the trenches. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that was my sort of... I, I end up... I'm pretty good about differentiating the media from its audience. Um, but even then, when that was going on, I stopped watching Rick and Morty for like two years after that mm -hmm. whole mess because I was like, if this is the audience for it, I don't want to be associated with that. That's how I feel with Stranger Things. Like, literally, I tried getting into it like five times and it just wasn't for me. But then I, there's some people at, like the whole thing with Eddie Munson on TikTok. And it yeah, was I like all the trends and it was. The Chrissy wake up. Oh, my God. I still have night terrors about it. <laughs> like, I just I can never watch the show now. What about Five Nights at Freddy's? Because there's some oh. characters I was there. part of the cringy crowd, but I was like 12 <laughs> years old. We were all. Cringy. Yeah, that was 2012. Yeah. But I think 2010s. I think there are some people who can ruin it. But I've tried to separate myself from like the typical Five Nights at Freddy's enjoyer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't get like lumped. But there are definitely people who I'm like, oh, gross. Yeah, they're. People can be really annoying about um, any type of you know media or whatever, any type of fandom, mm -hmm. and they like get super hyper fixated. And that's like the only thing they ever talk about. They're like, "Why haven't you done this? Why haven't you seen it? Why don't you like it?" Like it's it's fine to like be a fan of something and like recommend it to your friends. Mm -hmm. You know, that's part of the show here. Like that's mm -hmm. what we do with each other. Yeah. But we're never like, Tatum, why haven't you played a Zelda game? You need to play a Zelda game because you don't understand the level of complexity there is in the timeline. Like, that's not, that's not, that's not it, man. That's not the vibe. You know, we, we try not to yuck anybody's yums and we, yeah. and we're trying to like, not like already t poison the well mm -hmm. before we even get into it. Like, you know, a healthy way to do it is just be like, hey try it out yeah. whenever you get the chance whatever that's like the, the respectful thing to do but people don't know how to art is do that <laughs> like art is completely <laughs> subjective and i feel like people forget that that's so true I, yeah. I also think people forget a lot how much there is out there because right. my thing is like i i want to watch all of these things that people are excited about mm -hmm. but i also want to watch my own stuff and mm -hmm. i also want to uh -huh. watch this backlog of stuff that i've been sitting on for so a while. real that's so, so real uh in this like modern streaming service era where it's like everything's available at your fingertips it can be hard to kind of it it, it can be hard to justify in my opinion that's sort of like toxic you need to watch this like do i need to watch that when i don't know everything everywhere all at once exists and i haven't watched that yet uh, mm -hmm. so like there's so like, it's hard to prioritize and i don't like people who are like well mine is the best out of all of them because then i don't know you're just writing off so many other pieces bye tatum have fun. Oh. No, you're good. Tatum, when you get off of Hamlet, do you want to go to Insomnia Cookies later? Because I might go with a group of people. Ooh, maybe. I'll I'll probably get out, be looking like I just got ran over by a bus. So I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably be out by like 11. Okay. -ish. Just let me know whenever you guys go. I'll let you know whether or not I'm toyed or sweepy. Peace, bro. Have fun. Bye. See ya. <laughs> hey, guys. Do you know who that was? Uh, I have who? no idea. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but yeah, you have a, you have such the biggest point there, Patrick. Um, a lot of people are like, 
if you don't like this, then you can't talk to me or whatever. You know, like you, your opinion on everything doesn't matter if you don't like this thing that I love. I'm pretty vocal about the things that I don't like, but right, I've never right. been toxic, have I? I don't think I have. Uh, that's something I want no? to ask. Only have jokingly. you guys ever been the <sighs> toxic fan? I, I feel like I've been in the toxic fan situation a number of times. Um, because, like, playing Valve games, it's, <laughs> it was always hard to, like, when people said they didn't like a said Valve game, it was, it was like, how? How could you not? They're literally the best video game company, right. blah, 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 blah. And well, I get, like, on them in that regard. But Well, that's just having a conversation about a thing. True. I think, I think to be toxic, you're like, you know, maybe belittling them and their own interests just because... They don't like yours or whatever, you know, like, I think there, there's a, a line between just being like, oh, hey, have you tried this out? Yeah, but it's not for me. And, and then you're like, oh, really? Why? Why not? Let's let's discuss. Let's like compare notes because I also want to know. Uh, and then being like, hey, do you like this? No, not really. Why? You freaking dummy. You don't have like the mental capacity to appreciate, you know, like there's there's that difference. I don't know if I've done that. I, I think I have been a hater. I've been a fan in that sense. But I definitely think... a hater. I've been a hater too, yeah, for sure. I'm, okay, ranking the most toxic fan bases and the ones I'm part of, Halo is like, it's like just a little bit toxic. Is it though? It's not it, it's that, a it's a little bit toxic. It's just a little bit. It's not the most, but there's some, there's some 343 haters, like, uh -huh death threat sending haters mm. there's some highly critical haters which i'll actually listen to and then there's defenders i'm more on the neutral side sure i love the 343 games but i also love the bungee games i don't agree with all the decisions but i'm in it for the long haul right and some people just can't if you don't like the 343 games that's fine if you want to move on with your life find another sci-fi action game go right ahead but it's the people that are, I hate every single decision since 2012 when they acquiesced acquiesce yeah. the IP. Yeah. And they're still holding on. I don't quite get it, you know? It's just to be a hater, to be a hater. Yeah, right. Just because it's something new, you're like, no, I don't like it. It's not like the old thing. I mean, the biggest, I guess, toxic fandom I'm a part of is Pokemon and Star Wars. What about right? Sonic? That's fair. That's, that's fair. <laughs> but it's Sonic. been better now. Yeah. yeah, but like, I think... I think some that has like a lot to talk about are, is with Pokemon and Star Wars. Sonic is, you know, th th there's some stuff, you know, but like that's mainly because of Sonic 06. Oh, but, I'm a loud Pokemon hater now. I, w I didn't see, want to be, never wanted to be. Right. But, uh, it, like anybody who's trying to justify these latest games will get no sympathy from <laughs> me, no respect. I, I will not talk to you like we're human beings on an equal level. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm sorry to tell you, Patrick, but I, I you know I like Violet and Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet. Oh, oh, really? It's it's definitely a good game, right? <laughs> I mean, I had fun playing really, it. Really, really well made. A lot of. Oh, I didn't concepts. say that. Like, I, see, I'm not blind to the uh, blatant, like super obvious problems with these games. I'm not blind to that. That's not what I'm saying. Like, yeah, there's. It's not a great. A quality game, but I had fun. You know, like I can, I can, I can take things with a grain of salt, and that's how I still feel like with Star Wars. We've had this conversation many times. There are super hardcore 
Star Wars haters with everything for for um, the new trilogy. You know, it's, it's the whole episode eight. It's all that. You know, it's and it's it's tiring for someone who's like, I liked it. <laughs> I'm not saying it's, it's okay. the greatest thing ever, but like I enjoyed the content for what it is because we can't do anything about it anymore. It's already come out. It's already a thing. We can't redo Rise of Skywalker, even though how much we would want to, but or we we can't redo Scarlet and Violet, even though how much we want to you know tell them to remake it, but. Like it for what it's worth, but like a lot of people are freaking insane about it. Just don't be insane. <laughs> I I love things passionately, but right? and yeah. I will debate yeah. people on things. Yes, but I I don't. I think a lot of people don't have the. I'm taking this too far. The filter, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you guys remember when they were having that debate on like the tank game, and then the guy to win an argument just leaked classified documents? Oh my! For War Thunder. On War Thunder. <laughs> on Discord? No, on Reddit. Oh. <laughs> even more, even so, more public. War Thunder is is like a a military sim game to a sure, to a sure. degree uh, that focuses on like vehicles, so like tanks, airplanes, anti-air guns, things like that. Um, there. There have been a whole lot of leaks of classified information to settle debates for that community. There's it's been so a funny. Lot, there's been a lot of devs being sent classified information to the point where they've had to send out a tweet being like, stop sending... Here, I'm going to pull it up because the quote <laughs> like, is hilarious. Like government classified? Yep. Because that the same thing happened in Discord with a Minecraft server. Yeah, Thug Shaker Central. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here quote quote uh, Worth PC Gamer. Uh, oh, I don't have it yet. This is an article with it. Give me a sec. So if you have you guys ever leaked a classified document and <laughs> won an argument, let us know in the comments below. Are you that toxic? <laughs> you see, halos are actually pro uh, possible because this Nar NASA article that says <laughs> in the Alpha Centauri Prime. Uh, system, there's this weird ring. Okay. Therefore, the flood is real. Uh, the quote from the War Thunder Twitter, deep breath in asterisks. Dude, do not send us classified documents. This is not reverse psychology. For real, I'm running out of jokes about this. We cannot use them. It's sort of turbo illegal in quotes. And the people posting them can get into serious trouble. Wow. This is from the actual War Thunder company. Wow. Twitter. Yeah, man, people are toxic and insane. But I don't think I ever let that influence like how I see an IP. Oh yeah. If if I did, then I would just you know hate on the uh, hate on Nintendo. It'll be like the opposite of me. So. <laughs> so you've, you've never really had that happen. You never been. I want to get into this. Let's see what it's about. Ooh. If it's like the actual IP, if I, if I'm like, I don't like it, that's one thing. But if it's like, hey, I want to get into this. Hey, let me, I want to, I want to get into Undertale. Let me talk to people on Reddit about it. Never mind. No, I've never done that. I've always, I'm very, I'm very like inclusive about the the stuff I'm into. I guess because I. Other than you guys here, I don't share it with anybody or really talk to anybody about, like, my interests, you know, like, the new, like, Tears of the Kingdom, which I want to bring up later, 
is coming out next month, you know, and then there's like a lot of talk about how some things are good, some things are bad. And for me, I'm just like, I have my opinion. I'm going to stick with that. It doesn't really matter what anybody else says, but I'm interested to hear like, a, 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 you know, for a conversation's sake. But like, I'm never going to be like, hey, Patrick, do you, what do you think about the Fuse thing? And he says, oh, I hate it because this isn't that. And I'm like, well, you suck. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to. Nuclear gonna... missile heading towards your house. Yeah, right. right? Like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Uh, but that what to get back to like the start of this, what was this starting with? What so the bad experience was Steven Universe, right? Which Steven has Universe. since since that okay. the, since that whole saga started has since ended. <laughs> it's been tied up in a little bow. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if I have a valid reason to, if I have somebody that's in my life that wants me to watch it with mm. them, sure, I will. But I'm not gonna go out of my way because of because of because of me. Just, yeah. Yeah, I, I've watched uh, the first uh, show of Steven Universe. I haven't seen Future and the movie, but I've seen like the first two seasons, and I like it. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a solid cartoon show for Cartoon Network, for modern Cartoon Network. See, the good part with uh, <clears throat> my hero and my roommate Chris, oh, right. he was a normal person, and I feel like most people on Earth are these normal people that are like, it's okay. You yeah, don't like but there's, it? there's a lot go of, right especially with anime, I think that's there's a lot there, especially with my hero or like One Piece or whatever, you know, these very long running animes, and if you like are a hater about it, you know, then they're going to be all, Meh. you know, I, I don't know if you've seen these videos on, on online about like who has a, the smelliest fan base, and it's almost <laughs> always. <laughs> It's almost always my hero. <laughs> the smelliest. You know? Yeah. These people like will interview people like at at conventions and they're like, which fan base is the smelliest or whatever? And it's almost always my hero. Ooh, I got into- I've seen I've seen those shorts yeah. like screen interview style uh, things. Yeah, I don't know what it is, because I used to be a big My Hero fan. I kind of started, the interest started waning as I started realizing what the show actually was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just a whole lot of, uh, a lot of merch sales is really what the whole show feels like. Um, But, um, like, while I was a fan of it, I was also very, like, loud trying to get people to watch it and things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, I tried to get my brother to watch it, um, and, like, Everything was leading up to this one scene because the animation in it is very solid. And then I, the scene played, and uh, I was looking at my brother. My brother was like, "Bro, I hate how they like talk the entire time, like even <laughs> while they're doing things." And I was like, "He completely didn't even realize the insane amount of work that went into that little bit of animation because he's annoyed about the the, the dialogue, the like." in your head dialogue that Midoriya is doing mm-hmm. and at that point it kind of made me realize like oh people are just in shows or interested in shows for different reasons I think if I didn't have that moment with my brother I probably would be a little bit of a toxic my hero fan right yeah uh, great conversation topic yeah anything else um Bad Batch season 2 and Mandalorian season 3 just wrapped up um I have love- seen it I-, I love Bad Batch so much yeah uh, there was a scene that made me cry, which is uncommon. Yeah. Uh, Bad Batch season two was good. There's some filler episodes, but good. They're good episodes. Mm-hmm. Mando season <clears throat> three has more filler episodes, but they're also good. I think that's a conversation for another day when everybody has watched it. Okay. Yeah. It just ended this week as of recording. I'm I'm behind with a lot of my Star Wars watchings just because 
I've been watching so many other things. Jared, <clears throat> you've lost the force. I mean, temporarily, like, so for, for this month for me, I've been watching uh, for nice because, because of a episode that's coming up in two weeks uh, as the release of this episode. Been watching a lot of Kevin Conroy uh, related stuff. So I finish uh, Batman the Animated Series, uh, Batman Beyond, mm. the movie, uh, Justice League, JLU, and um, Mask of the Phantasm. I did all that in that order. I've, I finished watching all that stuff this week. And um, like that's all I've been like absorbing recently, at least for like shows and stuff. I've been... Uh, I, I restarted... Uh, Spy Family because uh, all the dub is now released on Hulu, so like I'm excited for that. Oh, and dude, at Universal, yeah, um, they had we couldn't do it because we can't read Japanese, but they had this like Spy Family uh, encoding game that they did in the Ooh. park where they would give you a sheet uh, that ha- gave you like locations on the park that you'd have to go to to solve like riddles and ciphers, like a scavenger um, hunt. Kind of like a scavenger hunt, but it was more of like a code breaker. Right. Um, uh, we we gave up on it because Google Translate did not make it easy. Uh, right. But like, it, it was re- like it was a really cool sort of like spy family integration to the park without like actually being a part of the park. Yeah, uh, that sounds cool. Because it'd be like, hey, go to the go to the uh, San Francisco area of the park. Uh, and look for this and then do this and come back mm-hmm. uh, and it was like that throughout the entire park and if you did all the things then you'd get into like a secret ride that they had cool. or a secret like 4D exhibit cool it, it was honestly pretty fascinating that sounds cool I would love that uh, yeah I love that show and all the um, uh, animated DC stuff I've been watching freaking phenomenal the only reason why I watched Justice League JLU was for Kevin Conroy and and a lot of um, quite a few like Batman Beyond stuff um, so so that's uh, phenomenal just wait for a few weeks and we'll have a bigger conversation about that um, I've also played a lot of Metroid games and uh, I beat the entire Metroid Prime trilogy and I 100% completed Metroid Zero Missions which was a blast so uh, I played so much Metroid this month it's not even funny but the big two things for me this month have been uh, one, the anticipation for Tears of the Kingdom, and the big one, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Da, 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 da. I I watched it opening night. I went really, dr- yeah. I went dressed as Luigi, <laughs> and I had a blast. Have we all seen it? No. I have. Patrick, no. No, I have not. Oh my god. Okay. Bowser's in it. <laughs> Bowser's in it? Princess Peach is All in right, it. All right, you you were in Japan while the movie came out, so you haven't had the chance. Patrick, yeah, I don't want to really. spoil too much, but there is a scene with a character. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't tell me it's... Is it is it Mario? There is dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, without silent, does, without does saying... Does say Wahoo? Yes. 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 Without saying, like, much, I think it's a 10 out of 10 movie. It's a great movie. It's a perfect movie for a Mario movie. You know, it's it's perfect for Mario. It is. It's everything. And, oh, my gosh, like, the visuals are great. The voice acting was actually really good, surprisingly. You know, just, just, I forgot it was Chris Pratt, like, 
for most of the movie, you know? Um, the musical score, phenomenal. Oh my god, and it's 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 everything it needs to be, and that's why it is the best animated film in the world now. So it deserves oh, the oh highest boy. grossing video game movie title of all time. It deserves that. Oh, it it already is. Yeah, no, it deserves that <laughs> title, which it yeah. has achieved yes. pretty quickly. V- Opening said, day. I would say I prefer Detective Pikachu. Sure, yeah. Just because of my own connections mm-hmm. with the franchise. But Mario is just a really great movie. Mm-hmm. Illumination really knocked it out of the ballpark. Yeah. Now let's hope they don't milk it too much for the profits. Right, and, uh, you know, maybe we'll see more... I think we're gonna... We might get a Luigi's Mansion movie. Like I, That's what I was hoping for. Yeah? That's what I was hoping for. you stay for. for the end credits? Yeah, Okay. both of them. Let's not say anything for Patrick, but, like... Nick Fury shows up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to uh, talk to you about the Smash Bros. initiative. Uh, <laughs> but um, I hope like this is a real gate opener for more Nintendo products, Nintendo IPs to get not just films, but like you know shows. You know I will love like top three for me for for other IPs to get um, movies or shows: Zelda, Metroid, Star Fox. I think you can definitely do those and have it come out great with either a movie or a, or a series type of type of deal animated of course maybe maybe um a little bit more real realism with metroid it depends on how you want to do it right. but all animated would definitely work i think the next up would be if any of those it would be a uh, metroid you think so yeah i don't think the last attempt at the zelda <laughs> Um, <laughs> multimedia was as people at hope. I mean, oh, Mario wasn't either. Why, that's why they yeah. want to make a new one? Honestly. Okay. Honestly, like, they could just do Ocarina of Time and have it be perfect. You know, they already have all the materials. They just got to put it on screen. Yeah, there's the workaround with Link's voice, if he's going to have a voice, you know, and all that stuff. But, like, they can do it. I think least realistic would be Star Fox. Really? Because they would just make Top Gun, but then the characters would all be animals. <laughs> I, think I think that would turn a lot of people, a lot of the Normans off from watching Ooh, I don't, I don't even think it will be, like, a Top Gun story, because that's, like, all for one mission. Yeah, but we get I'm to thinking- see... Yeah, go ahead. I'm thinking they go like the over the hedge uh, route or like movies <laughs> like that from the late 2000s um, where uh, every character is like the zany, comically goofy, like a lot of the Star Fox characters, you know? Right. Um, and then the plot is just like so absurd that it's funny. Uh, right. I think but- I think Star Fox would be best as a show, like a series. Like every episode is like the mission from Corneria, mission on Planet X, uh, on the asteroids, like different missions, you know, for each episode or something, all leading up to Andros. That's what I would like to see. But I think Luigi's Mansion, almost a given, because uh- Charlie Day already said that he would love to do it. We saw King Boo in the Mario movie. We you know, we saw a lot of spooky stuff happening with Luigi, of course, in the movie itself. I think it can happen. Uh, I Luigi's think can Mansion happen. has been the one to look like a movie out of all the Nintendo games. That, yeah. Like, yeah. like if you played Luigi's Mansion 3, like half those cuts oh my God. are just ripped from the movie that the game sourced from, clearly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and I think it worked work like a, as a kiddie, that's not a horror film, you know, but like, you know, like Ghostbusters. It's, you know, it's going to be Ghostbusters or whatever. So I want to talk about with Patrick or you, Joe, if you have anything to say about it, about Tears of the Kingdom. 
it's next month. And um, have you seen like the latest uh, trailers? I've for seen Patrick? a few, but I've been keeping I've been keeping oh. my eyes away from it so that when I go into the experience, everything is genuine. Understood. All the new things are genuinely new. Understood. Ra- rather than me being like, oh, that's a thing from the trailer, I could be like, oh, what's this cool new thing? Did you at least see the gameplay presentation, the three-minute gameplay presentation? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, never mind. I can't talk about it. <laughs> All right, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be a hater. Sure. I'm just asking a question. Okay. Why is it seventy bucks? Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's fair. But at the same time, that is where the industry is heading. I think slowly. Mm-hmm. Well, why this game specifically? It's. Uh, that's a good question. Hmm. Uh, we can theorize. Um, I think it's just because it's like it might be because this game has been. In development, not only for the um, what six years since Breath of the Wild, but even before that, including the development for Breath of the Wild, like starting then till now, that's how long it's been in development, right? Because this game, this sequel, was supposed to be just more DLC, right, for Breath of the Wild, but the Zelda team was like, we have so much stuff planned, let's just make a new game, and they're like. Okay, let's do it. So I think it might be because of like a maybe quality quality slash quantity overhaul for just continuing a brand new a, a newer Zelda that's still grounded with like something we already had, if that makes sense. It's I think it's just supposed to like kind of break new grounds. For not only um, Zelda itself, for Nintendo, but like maybe for um, video games as a whole. I, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I think I think it's it's it has to do a lot with the quality of what we're getting. And I think since because it's had such a long development time, and with the industry moving up to this stuff, and this is only being one game with ten extra bucks. I think I think. It might be because of all that type of stuff altogether. I think it's development costs 100%. Um, right, okay. Because, like, Nintendo always has that, like, that one or two big games that they're working on. Yeah. Uh, that they're publicly working on. Right. Um, <laughs> and just Breath of the Wild slash Tears of the Kingdom has always been that for, like, the past five, more than five years. That's that, fair. like, at this point, like, them knowing that this game is going to be a success, but also how much money they've put into it, they're mm-hmm. probably trying to more even even out their profit It's there. Or is uh, definitely profit, profit motivated 100%. But mm-hmm. I think it's mainly because of that long development that it took. I mean, think yeah. the Breath of the Wild came out, like, 2018, I think. 17. Uh, yeah, it's seven, oh 2017. It was, so it's they've yeah. been working on this next one for six years now. More than and six years. In those six years, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so development so. costs are probably sky high. So I don't. I get the $70 well, tag. I do hate it. Six. It might be t- closer to 10 years because we, we also got to think about development for Breath of the Wild itself. Right. You know? I don't know, man. I don't think... I mean, I get what you're saying here. Yeah, yeah. But to extend it to other franchises, we all know how much hell Halo Infinite developments has been, and the Halo TV show has been. Mm-hmm. Yet those that Halo Infinite is 
free. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because they're going. That's a whole different profit model that they're right. Going with. It's that's, a multiplayer game. Yeah, it's it's the free to play multiplayer because you want to bring people in, so you bring it, put in in game purchases uh, of some kind to keep the players coming back and churning out money. And, and this is events and all that to add more to that. And this is the only Nintendo game that's seventy so far. Yo, yeah, but like that's all that's been announced to be planned. Like this is the only game. Um, that's been said like this is there is not going to be a consistent thing where more games are going to be 70 which I think is actually I think a stranger instead mm. of going hey guys hey Nintendo fans it's me Doug Bowser <laughs> uh, from now on our business model will uh, be each game is $70 we can we hope to continue delivering the same quality product despite these price changes blah 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 mm. instead of going yeah this game that was going to be 60 dollars like its predecessor will now be 70. That's just, I don't know, I think you've given valid reasons, but I think that's bizarre to me, still. I, For just I having one game? I know that if the price remained at $60, they're gonna make an insane amount of right. profit. Insane. I don't think $10 per copy would make that uh, tremendous of a difference. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. $10 per copy with a million oh. copies <clears throat> means an extra 10 million. But like, also, True. ten more dollars isn't asking for all that much. For the consumer, yes. You know, it's it's only ten dollars more for one game, an entire library of sixty and below. I think that's pretty good. Whereas, you know, PlayStation and Xbox, they have multiple seventy-dollar games, if I'm not mistaken. My my only concern, and uh, I've heard a lot of people reiterate this point, I'm fine with paying seventy dollars for a game that's worth. $70. Yes. But Nintendo has always kind of been one of the companies that's led the way for the price of games. Um, mm -hmm. And they can churn out a $70 worth $70 game. But other companies who are going to see this and do the same? That's fair. Yeah. Not every... We've already seen it with PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Not every $70 game is worth $70. I totally agree. Yeah. So, it definitely a quality thing then. Because I, I have no... Doubt, game of the year, already. Gaudy, you know, it's it's gonna be one of the greatest. You should say that before a game comes out. Listen, yeah, I, man, I, I'm hesitant to do that. <laughs> I we don't were, see we why not. We were saying that about Cyberpunk before the game actually released, and we're like, we? oh, wow, this doesn't work. We? I wasn't saying that. I don't we think I was. We as in the gaming community. Oh, I see. <laughs> because we saw what we were promised, and we're right. like, oh. It's being delivered upon, clearly. Right? Keanu Reeves, 50 bucks, <laughs> 70 bucks. I'll pay how much? Keanu Reeves, 100. <laughs> Already, Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I think it, it has a lot of... Um, it, has a lot, it shows a lot of promise. It has big shoes to fill with Breath of the Wild already winning Game of the Year. You know, it's got to top that, and I think it will. Yeah, and I'm excited. It's next month. It's less than a month away. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see by our next Delta. Yes, and that's. I'm, I mean, teaser, I'm gonna be gone. I guess. I'm gonna be. I'm not. He's gonna be. Remember when Arceus came out and you were just playing that? Yeah. I'm gonna do that again. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> and and the week of this episode release, it's like the new um, the new story. Uh, DLC story for Xenoblade Three is coming out, and that's just like that's gonna that's gonna. Uh, satisfy me enough until Tears of the Kingdom comes out. That's it's just gonna 
I am excited. I'm excited for it. Uh, like I am being like oddly hater here, but I am super excited <laughs> for it. Um, I just don't want to say anything until it's actually out. You know. Well, I get, I hear you. I get you. But like, you also haven't seen the latest trailers and stuff too. Yeah, that is which, true. Uh, that which is, is true. you know, uh, which is a good thing. Like, you don't want spoilers, which I totally understand. I would totally love a you know clean slate of knowledge when I pick up Tears of the Kingdom, but that's already ruined for me. The only uh, thing I know is that Matt, Matt Mercer is Ganondorf, he's Ganondorf. which I yeah. will not be able to take seriously <laughs> as awesome of an opportunity as that I is. I can't true. believe you called that, man. At first, when I saw that online, I'm like, no, this isn't real. This must be like some fake like meme joke thing. But no, it's real. They announced it on the Nintendo Twitter, and I'm like, oh my god, what? You freaking was, called that last month. I wasn't ready for it either. When I was watching the trailer and I heard his voice, I was like, what? Wait, <sighs> is this Nintendo? <laughs> right? Oh my god. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. I hope you boys enjoy those games. Thank you, yes, sir. Oh, uh, one last thing I want to talk about before we end off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on, on the plane ride back here, uh, from Japan, uh, I got the opportunity to watch, and I already mentioned it earlier in this episode, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My gosh, there is a reason that movie won literally everything at the Oscars when it was there. Right. I, I haven't watched a movie that made me feel this way in so long. I'm laughing, and then I'm crying, and then I'm laughing again, and then I'm crying again. Uh, the, all, all while seeing like some intense, uh, amazing action that like pulls me from my seat. I'm looking around the airplane to see if anybody else is seeing the things I'm seeing and nobody else is there. Mm. Literally, thankfully, I was wearing a mask on that airplane because people would have just seen like snot running down the nose. <laughs> it, it's it was, all in your mask. It, yeah, it was an ugly, beautiful thing. But uh, for me, the movie itself is just beautiful. Like... If you guys haven't watched that movie, 100% I recommend you watch it. I would even recommend an episode on it because it, it's it's amazing. It's okay. amazing. Cool. Have I'm you, have you watched that. it? I have not. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, definitely recommend. It's A24. They make tons of great movies. Uh, we talked about Midsommar before. Mm-hmm. Um, different directors, though. But... Um, that that like quality standard I think that A24 has is definitely there. Cool. All right. Joe, I haven't watched everywhere yet. Although I really want to. What streaming service is it on? It's on like Amazon. Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Uh I watch it on an airplane. Uh, it's definitely on airplane. <laughs> All right, I got to fly to Japan to watch it. Great. <laughs> um I don't know. Let me see here. It's on Paramount Plus, Showtime. Ugh. Yeah, Paramount Plus and Showtime. Okay. Just get like a free subscription. I Just already use that for Halo. Make another email. That's on, true. <laughs> on Prime, it's available uh, if you have Showtime or for twenty dollars purchase. I'm gonna create not Joe the not sound guy at <laughs> Yahoo.com. <laughs> Perfect. All right, well, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another Delta Series episode here on Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of this episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Be sure to tune in every Thursday on the Live 365 app, Eagle Radio Station, where we are live, and we'll catch you on the next one. All right. I know you want to leave me. 
But I refuse to let you go If I have to beg and plead for your sympathy I don't mind, cause you mean that much to me Ain't too proud to beg Sweet darling I thought it was so Don't leave me go Ain't too proud to plead, baby, baby Please don't leave me, girl Alright, let me stop in the audacity on that <laughs> What was that?